So it's been a minute. All right, cool. So today we're hitting up, stepping out of your comfort zone, talking about someone that just actually, a special guest that just came in as well, too. Hey, what's going on? JB, Next Level Mindset. If you don't want to make your dream a reality, well then, okay, keep your head in the pillow. I put my feet on the floor, I need it. You know, every day, you know, every day. What's good, what's good, man? It's been, what, about three weeks since we've actually done one? Two weeks? It's been a hot minute, sure. It's what you get for going to Mexico and me getting sick. And I've noticed in this world, there's no longer colder flu season. It's either COVID or not season. Is what right? <laughs> it's yeah. for real. Like everything I did was like COVID, COVID. We talked to that COVID. one girl today. She was like, my son swallowed water wrong and he started coughing and he had to go home and now he has, can't come back to school until he gets a COVID test done. <laughs> it's the worst. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's crazy, but all good. Hopefully, hopefully this thing ends up dying down. But we got uh, JB in the building. 41. Joey P. And we got... Uh, Go ahead and introduce yourself, man. Uh, I'm Dr. Evan Bishop, physical therapist. So we got a doctor in the building, man. No, Evan's been a good friend of mine. So if I don't call him doctor, please understand, guys. So Evan, Evan's, Evan's a guest. He's uh, He's been doing physical therapy, right? Yes. For how long now? Eight years I've been in practice. Eight years. So eight years. So he's been doing this and like we've been talking about, you know, comfort zones and, uh, you know, doing what you need to do and focusing on your craft. And man, if, of all times, this year is like the year to to really focus on that and be able to take yourself to another level because you got people staying at home. You know, times are slow. Times are tough. And you can either a sit there and Netflix and, and, and do the chilling part or you can end up, you know, perfecting your craft and finding something you truly want to do and move forward in life. This guy, of all things, people are closing down small businesses, right? People are struggling to find jobs. Shoot, they're not even going into their office. He says, heck with it. I'm going to open up my own practice. Like, what the heck, man? That's huge. So in the middle of a pandemic, right? I mean, the beauty of... The beauty of what you were doing is you were kicking tail. You were at your brand new office, right? They were at a new office. They put you at a new spot. Uh, yeah. So I got, I'd been in the same place for five years and then I got recruited just about a year and a half ago to revamp or resurrect an office that was failing. Um, and so I went over there and did exactly what I was asked to do. Took it from very little productivity to over what they expected. Um, and then we were hit with the pandemic. So I took it from about a 200 visit a month practice to 400 plus in a series of two months, two, three months. And then uh, we were stable till March and March pandemic hit. Kind of died a little bit. And rather than close down, we just shifted our hours a little bit and shifted our focus. Um, limited how many people we were able to see at a time, kind of. We were doing more like home-based exercises and coming to the office once or twice a week only just and uh, it worked out well I was able to maintain that clinic throughout the pandemic um, and then by in the May we were back up to like 80% capacity into June we were back at 100% capacity and you know after all of that hard work we had this meeting where I was at the company I worked for and uh, they took all of the clinic directors which was the position that I had and we were in this meeting and they told us all these things that we we're doing and then all these things that we needed to do 
in addition to what we were doing. And my question was, if I'm only getting paid to see patients, why am I doing all this other stuff and making someone else money on my efforts? And so because of th that thought process, uh, there was an opportunity that I heard about. And rather than just let it go by the side, I decided to pursue it. And it worked out very well in my favor. Dude, that's awesome. So the average, the average Joe would complain about like doing, okay, every every company or corporation is going, hey, you need to do more with less. And most of us right out there, I bet you the other clinical directors are still working there, going, this sucks, this is stupid, why would you even do that? You're like, okay, I'm done. And let me just jump away and go into the entrepreneur world. Most people would be sitting there waiting and going, dude, this, let me just get through this craziness and make sure things stabilize, which they never do. They never stabilize. Everything gets worse, right? And then they find out, you know, you're you're doing great and they're doing more with less. So let's say, let's do Evan more and more with less, right? And then you just said, heck with it. So you just you just jumped in. So what inspired you? Because there's got to be a, a, a flame that goes, I'm done. Like, I'm, I'm done making people money. Time to make my own. Uh Really, I mean, it's not a new idea for me to open my own practice. I pursued it a little bit a couple years ago, and it just, personally, I wasn't, I wasn't ready mentally, and I wasn't ready financially on my own. Uh, opening a business requires a lot of, like, back capital that I didn't have at the time, because I don't know, I mean, I've been open a month, and yes, I had an excellent first opening month, but I didn't take home a paycheck because I see medical patients, and that includes insurance reimbursement, and that can take up to 90 days to get back. So until I start getting medical charge reimbursements, I don't get to take home a paycheck. Right. But because I I had this kind of goal in the back of my head, I started I started two other businesses a couple years ago. I started a home health uh, contract business. I remember that. And uh, I started with a partner, and then my partner bought out over a year ago and left it with me. And it, even though it was a bad separation. It was really good for me personally because then I was able to run the company the way I wanted to and it really boomed in 2019. Um, and because of that, it allowed me to build up a safety net enough that I could support myself through this time. And then when COVID hit, it was even better for the home health industry because so many people were confined to their homes and unable to leave for many, many, many reasons, you know, whether okay. it was diabetes or any other autoimmune condition or just age related, you know, and the opportunity or the chance of getting the infection was really high. So most insurance companies kind of made exceptions for home health and expiration dates and things like that were held off for a little while. And so as a home health physical therapist, as well as a clinical practitioner, I was able to capitalize on that. Um, like I said, I had shifted my hours at work a little bit to be more productive. And then those hours that I wasn't there, I was very productive home health wise. And because I worked for myself, I was able to build that up to where it wasn't going to be a problem for me over the next few months to be able to open this new project. That's so sick. Where did this, where did this come from? Like what, like what, what, how did like, it has to fall in your lap a certain way for you to even consider it. So what happened was there was some unfortunate uh, news for another physical therapist in town. Uh, he was having some financial trouble, COVID hit and they were just not able to recover. And so they closed their clinic and kind of walked away um, and the property was just sitting there. And so I heard about it, um, and, but there was somebody else already interested that I knew and I respect very well. 
um, and he was kind of interested in it, but he, he let me in on kind of the, the know-how that they were, something they were looking into. And so I waited a few weeks and I asked him how it was going and he was like, well, we're still kind of thinking about it. And I said, well, I'm interested, like on a personal level, I want to know more. Do you care if I pursue it on my own? He said, no, go for it. So I got a hold of the, the property manager. I scheduled an appointment. I did a walkthrough and the potential was crazy. You know, like this was a clinic that had already been open, but was then just kind of left. And it was, a, it was a complete disaster. I mean, stuff was broken and not fixed garbage everywhere uh. i mean it was just it was a disaster like it literally looked like a abandoned storage shed they just left it trashed they just left it trashed and i mean i don't know if situation wasn't good i wasn't there and the reason for their closing i don't really know the details i just know that it was unfortunate okay um and so i looked into what it would cost to get it re-going um and it was going to be manageable and so i Spoke to my wife, we looked at our finances, because that was going to be the biggest thing. Can we maintain and sustain ourselves over the next several months to be able to do this? Uh, so what I did was I, I signed a four-year lease. Um, and in doing that, I was able to take the building as was, including any leftover equipment and stuff that hadn't been sold or removed or anything. Okay. Um, which saved me thousands of dollars because therapy equipment is very expensive. <laughs> I'm like, sure. Like, yeah. like extremely expensive. And right. so being able to do that saved me thousands of dollars, uh, but I still had to still had to fix it up. So I had to repaint and remodel. Um, I had to rebrand. I thought about taking over their brand and their phone number, but unfortunately because of their financial hardship, there was debts everywhere. And in order to do that, I would have to take on their debts. And I chose not to do that. So I, I rebranded renamed new phone number you know um and then i i brought on a partner who's also in the field and is a licensed professional but has more of a desire to do back office stuff and she has been awesome she helped me out with getting all my contracts with the insurances and she did a lot of the back office work to help me get just like my billing system set up and my electronic medical record system set up and that's awesome so i was i'm the face i'm the name but she's she does all the hard stuff, and I get to do all the fun stuff. So <laughs> that's cool. So you started that when? When it's been two months now. Uh, so I opened October first. It was my oh, opening day. That's that seems a like month. It's been forever, man. That's crazy. I signed my lease June July thirtieth, and then I put in my notice and everything. I left where I was working at on September twenty fifth, and I opened. October 1st. So the buildup, like, like, okay, so this, when did this start? When did this start to come to fruition? Probably about August, September? Uh, I mean, I knew it was going to happen when I signed my lease, so it was more like June. Like oh, June, okay, July so. was the buildup and whether or not it was actually going to happen. And then it just took, it was back and forth with the property manager to negotiate the contract for the property right. to include everything I needed to include and for them to be satisfied in a way that, you know, for reimbursement and, um, paying bills and just all the red tape that you have to go through. So we went back and forth with negotiations probably four or five times. And then when we came to an agreement, I signed the lease on July 30th, meaning the property was mine then. And then they gave me a 60 day move in period without fee. So that gave me 60 days to go in and do whatever I needed to do to fix it up. To fix it up. But that was all on my dime. They weren't right. going to help me with any right. of that. Um, and but so then you didn't have to pay for the rent on that day. I didn't have to pay for the rent at That's that good. time. That's good. Um, but just like with any financial agreement, like I had to put a down payment and then I had to pay a first and last month's rent so on the property. Months. So there's so there's my two months, <laughs> right? And then my and then my rent started early October, but um, it 
it took a lot of late nights and I was there every weekend and you know, I mean I, I completely remodeled and re like did you place. did you think like like what did I get myself into? Oh absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Like not the first week. The first week I was like, Yeah, this is awesome. Like I'm gonna have my own business and then week two I was like, Why did I do this? <laughs> right. This right? is so much work. I'm never gonna have enough time. Like and, and then the light at the end of the tunnel starts to get blurry and you're like, What dude, what just happened? Well, I mean at that time I was still working full time and my employer didn't know that I was planning on doing this because I didn't want to have any animosity anyway, and I was still dedicated there while I was there. Right. Because I'm dedicated to my patients and the care that they receive. Um, so this was kind of like in the background, but I'm, I was also running my business with the home health stuff, which was still very busy. And you're still doing that now? And I'm still doing that now, yeah. Um, I've scaled it back quite a bit so that I could focus my attention onto the clinic. Right. But uh, it's, it's still a thing, um, and I think it will probably continue to be a thing through the end of the year at least with the way the pandemic continues to go. And it's not near as aggressive as it was. Um, as things have opened back up, home health has really slowed down a lot. And it's a lot more manageable for me, just personally, family time, work time. So I'm actually happy about that. But that's currently what's paying my bills. So I also appreciate the fact that it's still available. That's good. <laughs> I remember even seeing on Facebook, what was it? We talked about it in like July when you were talking about like who needs to hire someone to do their what was it, marketing or something like that? So you went and did your own digital marketing yeah, courses? So How's that going, by the way, man? It's, uh, it's going all right. So I'm still, I'm still in class. I have a few more weeks of class. Um, but there, because there's so many agencies out there, and they all promise the same thing. Right, right. And so I'm connected through the physical therapy world through some social media. So I got a hold of a friend who actually teaches a class. And so they teach you how to do Facebook ads and Instagram ads and Google ads and write emails and like podcasts and editing stuff and I'm, I'm doing it all for a personal gain for my clinic you know I'm not out there to try it but I had to do certain projects and I had to a certain assignments made me you know advertise hey I'm able to do this or I'm learning how to do this let me help you out if I can um, so the first thing I did was design my website and it looks all right it's not perfect and it will get better with time but Right, like right. I'm, this is a first. I'm a first-time website designer. Like I didn't know what I was doing beforehand. And right. I took advice and help from as many people as possible, um, and I got some help from my back office uh, and my business partner, and she's been great. And so, you know, Level Up Physical Therapy was born, and the website went online, and then we got everything else kind of more office situated, and we launched our website on I think the weekend before we opened, so like the Friday or Saturday before we opened. In oh, September, wow. and then it's I opened close, October first. <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't done. I didn't know what I was doing. I had to develop it from hey, from zero. No, so. hey, I did the same thing, man. When I went when Next Level Mindset just came out of fruition, I was like, dude, like I saw the prices of website design, and I'm like, I don't got that kind of money. And man, YouTube's a beautiful thing for me. I mean, YouTube worked great. It took me about took me a good couple hundred hours to figure mine out, and. Like it's it's there's a sense of satisfaction on it first of all right but it's like it's yours and that's that's I guess goes into the next thing is is you kind of you kind of said okay I need to do my own marketing I'm not in a position to really you know have a marketer if you will right so you you went to school which is awesome he figured it out right and that's the biggest piece I'm gonna tell you is some of you guys that are small business owners that have already taken the leap of faith 
Like, it's not about finding other people. You don't have that. you got to be knowledgeable. Even if you don't want to do it and you have the money to be able to do it, you got to know you're not getting screwed over at the same time. Well, and that was the thing. thing. Like, I, I shopped around a lot. Yeah. You know, as soon as I started looking into this, filming or forming my own business, there were agencies that were contacting me, email like crazy. I didn't right. even know who they were. My Instagram and my Facebook, that's all it was, was advertisements for marketing agencies. Yeah. And so I took several calls. I took several meetings and, you know... Some people wanted me to sign like a retainer and it was going to be $12,000 minimum. And some wanted me to sign a retainer for 300 bucks a month. And I'm like, I don't have money for right. toilet paper. How am I going to have money for exactly, that? You know, right. Like, and that's probably why you just kind of dug in. And, and said, so, yeah, I had this buddy who, who does this and he, he said, the class is 500 bucks. You can pay me however you need as your business gets going. So he, he kind of helped me out and uh, it's been great. You know, there's modules I work through and he is doing this on a professional level, but he gives back to the community. He's also a physical therapist, and so I happen to be somebody that he knew, you know, for a while. And so he said, "Yeah, we'll we'll hook you up." And it's it's been really good. I work at my own pace. It's not like I mean, it's a ten week course, but I got behind a little bit because I was focusing on getting my company up and running and open. And uh, but I've embraced the social media part of it a lot, and it's been very productive for me. So what, what, what got to it, I guess, because there's always that factor, right? There's, I mean, whether the stars aligned or whatever, when you first, when you opened up your business, you, you, you saw it and you said, I'm interested. I'm personally interested. What was in this? Why, why now? What, what was this? Because you, eight years, I know you've been talking about kind of opening your own stuff forever, right? So what was the stars aligned on this one that appealed to you to go, Hell, I'm in the middle of a pandemic, and I'm still going to go do this. And Whitney, I, you ready to jump in with me? Like it's like <laughs> you're ready to use all of our savings on this. Like what? What? What was it? Because you could have waited I, another year, dude. Right. I could. I could have waited another year, um, but I don't think that this opportunity would have come again in a year, right? Okay. This, this clinic that had 50% equipment in it would not be around in a year. Okay. Um, it just wouldn't. Because after I signed my lease, I heard that there were other people that were trying to get in on it. Um, so one was the urgency of availability. Two was I just had learned that all of my work up to that point was to help someone else get wealthy while I got to keep a salary. Facts. Okay. And, and there's nothing wrong with working for a salary, especially if you're happy there. But I had advanced enough, I think, in my professional and personal career that I was ready for something more. And the next step would be that. And I, I looked at other jobs. Like, I, it wasn't like this was the only thing. I, I had a friend who called me up out of the blue, and she's like, hey, we're looking for a Spanish-speaking therapist to help us with this new company that's starting up, and the salary's really competitive. And I thought, okay, I'll take the interview. Took the interview. It turned out it wasn't for me, you know? Um, and, and both they and I agreed on that. During the interview, I kind of just felt like, you know what, this isn't really what I'm looking for. And then I interviewed with another, um, like, telehealth company, and telehealth is a wonderful thing, especially in times of a pandemic. It's just really difficult to do with physical therapy because you have to explain things to people without showing them how to do it. And I'm a hands-on person, and it's difficult to tell people how to do things without showing <laughs> right, them. Right, right, right. No doubt. Using your hands. And, and so um, it's, it's really good, but that also just wasn't for me. And so when this opportunity arose, I saw the potential for me. One, to go to the next step, to be a business owner, to have my own efforts benefit my own monetary gains. Uh, through the process of that, I learned that things are really expensive. 
You know, like I didn't know you got to have four different licenses to operate in the state of Nevada. I didn't know that you got to carry four different insurance policies. You know, these are all things I Welcome learned in the Nevada. process of opening a business. <laughs> and I don't think it's just Nevada, but I mean, right. just in opening a business, right? Right. And and then because I'm a medical practitioner, you got to have malpractice and you got to have property and then you got to have, I don't know, so many things. Um, but through that, even through all of the expenses, I could see the benefit of working for myself because I would, the stress was different. Like when you work for somebody and you have deadlines and you have, I mean, just pressures, it's, it's completely different than working for yourself. And the biggest yeah. thing I wanted to do was I wanted to stop chasing the money and I wanted to free up time. And I wanted to allow my time and my money to work together rather than working individually. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I got you. How many times have we said that, though, when when someone stops chasing the money, everything else will fall in place? I mean, how many jobs did you say no to that you could have had a competitive salary? I mean, there's so many people that are just going to go chase the money and be in a job that they hate when it's not even a position. They're going to be in that same position again in a year or two because they hate their job. When if it's about what I love to do, the time that I'll be able to have, and the money, oh, that's cool, too, off to the side so much happier but, but sometimes it's not just even the money man and it's like the money's great and we all need the money there's no question we, we need it to be able to make ends meet all those kind of things but there's there's a value of controlling your life right i mean i'm assuming right now you've only been open for a month you're not making what you were making at the previous place no i'm not, not even close right? not even close in how fact, many hours are you putting in now compared, you know, to, compared to there uh well i was i'm working the exact same hours now that i was working at the clinic but i don't have to work that forever. I'm just trying to get things up and going. And my plan is to scale my hours down, hire someone else and scale their hours right. up so that I'm, I'm not the only person there. Right. And the effort, right? The effort, I mean, it's, it, the effort is a little bit more valuable to me in my head is where like, you know, you're doing it for the Bishop family, not, not someone else's. Right. And that's exactly it. So they can pay me. Right. right. I mean, it's, it's, I create it, right? So and that's, that's and that's it. That's that's my motivation is so that I can have more time to spend with my kids and I can have more time. They grow to, too fast, man. Yeah, for real. I mean, Dude. I got a twelve year old. That's when did right? that happen? Right. <laughs> so, that's you like, know, I know. I was thinking, Damon. Damon's seventeen on Sunday, dude. Like that, dude. Like, yeah. Nuts. But so, <clears throat> so I mean, doing it for yourself is so much more. So, like, what? Um, I guess why? Uh, what? Would you say like for those people that are, you know, I'm not, this isn't for the, like you just said, if you like working for someone, that's great. You continue to do you. That's important. We need people there. As long as you're feeling valued, I'll encourage you to work as much as you want, as long as you feel valued. But the moment you don't feel valued or you can do better on your own, you know, that's the time to step away. What, um, what do you think, Evan, that like you could say to to anyone out there that's debating whether or not to start their own thing? Like this is, you know, like, you know, I want to now be a physical therapist in my name. I want my own branding. I want it to be mine. Like uh, whether you resell it, it doesn't matter what you do. Like what um, what's the one thing like I'm glad I have or what what one thing? Oh, shoot. If I would remember that just. I would have known that 60 days ago. I would have been that much better. What would it be? Do you know? What would that be? Uh, I feel like that's kind of a two-part question. First of all, self-employment is like no joke. Like if you don't want to, if you don't want to work for yourself, then number one, don't. 
Okay. Right. Because that's true. There's stress with work no matter what. Yeah. And there's things you're going to like and dislike with work no matter who you work for. But working for yourself, if you don't do something, you don't get to complain about it to anyone else. Right. Or if you do something wrong, the only person that you can blame is yourself. Yourself. Right. Which can be both good and bad. Right. But but I don't have a boss coming down on me. I am the boss. So if something doesn't get done, it's on me. It's not on. I can't put that blame on anyone else. Exactly. Um, but I, I think that if you're if you're considering self-employment and maybe if you're on the, the fence, the first thing I would do is look into some kind of a side hustle. Honestly, where you can you can test the water a little bit like, like your home health. Exactly. I had the home health for two years and there were ups and downs and kind of when I figured it out and I was in control and I was running it and it wasn't a difficult process. That's really where in my mind I learned I can do this. I can run a company. I I have things to learn, but I can do it. Yeah. Right? And I'm, I'm definitely not perfect at it. Like I still have- It helps to dip to your learn. toe in the water a little right. bit more get instead your feet of diving right. and in. And if you right. hate it, then you'll know. Right. You know, if it's, if it's more stress than there is reward or if it's more effort than the reward, you know, because return on investment is everything. Like I love, I love what I do, but if I couldn't make a profit at it, I wouldn't do it. Right. It just, that's just how it works. Yeah. You know? And it's good. You're right. Cause you can kind of hone your crap because home health isn't really your thing either. I mean, I know you like to have your own office. I'm, I'm not saying it's not your thing. Now, I know you enjoy it. It's definitely not my preferred field, but it's better than the telephone conversation. Absolutely. Right? So, you know, and I, I guess I look at it too, cause my side hustle back in the day was kind of like speaking. Right? I mean, it's like, that's where I found out my motivational speaking, my energy, and it's like, oh, I can make money other than someone else writing me a check working 40 hours a week. And you find out your money is a little bit more valuable at the same time, too, because what you put in, well, you kind of said it's you, self-employment, right? So it's not what you work you get paid anymore. It's what you create, right? I mean, it's really like because you, you came to a point where you first started. How many hours were you putting in your first couple months? A lot. I mean, just getting just getting the clinic ready. I would go to work full full time, and then I would do my home. And health. your mind was racing while you were working. Oh front yeah. Of, yeah, your I mind was, was always there. looking yeah. at stuff. Um, you know, like I would I would see something at the office I was currently working at, and be like, I need to make sure I note that because I'm going to need it at right. my new office. You know, and then ten seconds later, I'd be thinking about something else, trying to do the same thing, and there right. were post-it notes everywhere and yeah. mental checkbacks <laughs> and stuff. I mean. I didn't sleep a lot because I'd go to work and then I'd go to home health and then I would go to the office and clean and work on something and do construction. And I mean, and it makes it easier. I mean, I'll tell you that like he's he's saying like, you know, uh, I will kick back a little bit more and enjoy my family. But at the same point, you know, a challenge is still a challenge where I guarantee you that I can see you working another 60, 70 hours a week if another office happens to fall into your lap that might be worth your time and you kind of quote unquote perfected this and now you end up creating and you know you know just I'm, I'm assuming that's what would probably happen because that's how we kind of are well that's how I am too I'm built to to expand and to grow right. you know and so and I left the first place where I was asked I felt like I'd learned enough and somebody wanted me and it was a challenge you know I took this clinic that was not performing to overperforming Okay, so then now what's the next step? Right. I learned I can do this, so now right. what's the next step? Yeah, so if you get that thing to 100% capacity, you're going to be like, okay, we either A, need to make this bigger, or B, we need another one of these things. Right. And on I'm, the other side of the valley. I'm, I'm not making plans on that yet, but in the back of my mind, I'm going, if this is successful and it works right. out the way that I think it can, right. that would definitely be the next step. Let's open another location. Yep. Let's expand staff, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and the goal is for me to be able to work less 
at the office, spend more time with my family, more attention to my family. But I'm never gonna, I'm not one of those people that can just sit at home and let other people work for me. I'm, that's not my personality. I will always have a place to go to work to. I will always have a way to contribute to whatever it is I'm doing on a personal level, whether it's actual physical energy or leadership or monetarily, it will be something. Gotcha. Cool. So, all right. So that's that's that. But uh, let's let's say this. I mean, so biggest biggest uh, with your world now talking about physical therapy. What's, what's the biggest? Is there is there an injury? Is there a is there a, a common? I guess a thing that comes into your office during this time of year that uh, we should kind of prepare for. I've been it's, working it's funny out a that lot. You say that because, because, killing me, so okay. so that's the thing. Like that's it's funny that you say something like that because therapy kind of ebbs and flows just like everything else, right? Right. And so, because we're kind of coming into the holidays and stress of the holidays, it seems like I see a lot of neck pain and back pain because that's where people hold their stress is in their neck okay. and in their back. That's facts, um, yeah. Right? In the summertime and when there's sports, I see a lot more like youthful patients, knees, shoulders, hips, ankles, stuff like that, wrists. Um, those are more summertime sports, but now it's... People are starting to calm down, starting to get into holiday mode. They're less active for whatever reason when the nights are longer and the days are shorter. Uh-huh. And so it's a lot more like aches and pain related stuff. Not necessarily injury. I mean, there's always injuries, right? And then, and then as an orthopedic physical therapist, I'll see anything that's musculoskeletal related, meaning muscles and bones, joints, soft tissue, whatever. So if it's post-operative surgeries, repairs, joint replacements, et cetera, I'll see that. Um, back pain, neck pain. Because of surgery, I'll see that. Not because of surgery, I'll see that. Preventing surgery, I'll see that. <laughs> uh, and they're all, I mean, and whatever whatever the person wants, you know, that's my goal for them. I, I would say that surgery is not necessary a lot of the time, but if it's appropriate for that person and that's what's going to work for them, then I'll support them in that and I'll do whatever I can to help them in that. But nine times out of ten, it's something you can fix on your own without surgery or what, what do you say? I wouldn't say nine times out of ten, but it's a very large percentage really? it just kind of depends on each situation right so like if somebody's bone on bone in their knees and they've been dealing with it for five years and they can't walk anymore if you can't walk because of the pain is so bad surgery might be your option if you can handle the pain and you can work through it and you're willing to then maybe surgery there's isn't your option to get it fixed. there is a there's a way for you to be able to function the problem is that a lot of stuff just like any kind of equipment or material our body breaks down right and so once the body starts to break down, things don't grow back as quickly, and certain things don't grow back. The meniscus in your knee, once it's gone, it's gone. It's not going to grow back. Our bodies do not regenerate that. There's not enough blood flow, and there's not enough nervous tissue to regenerate that. Gotcha. So if your meniscus is gone, you're walking on bone on bone, and you hit a point where you can't walk, maybe a knee replacement would be the option because it's going to give you the material that you need, albeit foreign. It'll give you the space and the material you need to be able to function again. But then take care of it after. But it's then fixed. take care of it. Don't, yes. don't think, okay, it's fixed now, so I can relax, right? No, it doesn't stop with the date of surgery. No, no, no. People think that, though, right? There are people, people out there think who that. think that, and there and there are doctors out there who think that therapy is not needed, you know. And I would love to sit really? down with them and educate them as to why it is, but you know, that's a different topic for a different day. But yes, there are surgeons and family doctors, and and that's okay because I don't agree that everybody needs to see every doctor either, you know, like. I have high blood pressure because I'm stressed out right now, but I don't have a cardiologist. I have a family practitioner who I contact, and if it gets bad, we adjust my meds. But if I continue to exercise and eat right, I'll be able to control it. 
Right, you know? right. It's gotcha. not, that's not a big deal. Gotcha. Um, if I let it get out of hand, then maybe I'm going to need a cardiologist. A lot of it comes down to the state of life, where you're at, what you're willing to put into it, um, and how hard you're willing to work. So just like anything, it's goal-related, right? Like when it comes to finances, if you want to save a certain amount of money, you have to like physically set apart that side of money to, and build up that account so that you can do it. Retirement, you want to put money aside to build it up so that when you retire, you're, you're set to go. Right. You know, therapy is the same way. It's goal-oriented. If you are not walking and you want to get back to walking, we're going to take the time to do certain activities and exercises that are going to build up and build that that strength or that coordination or, you know, the ability to bear weight until you can do that. And then once you do that, you have to maintain it because it's not just going to stay. Right. Everything, if we're not progressing, we're regressing almost in a physical sense. I think that's sense. what people think. When go to the, because when I, when I had to obviously go to therapy for, uh, when I tore my ACL, MCL, meniscus, you know, it's it's funny because you go three times a week because you got you to gotta go there. But people, people, it's like practice to me. It's like you can only do so much during that 45-minute time frame. I'd probably be a better person if you had me for three hours a day, you know, and, and be able to work it. So people don't understand, like, that's the stuff you've got to do on your own as well. And you probably notice that. You're like, okay, you've actually been doing the exercise I showed you. Good job. Oh, yeah. You right? can tell when someone's right. doing their home right. stuff and when someone's not. Absolutely. Yeah. Because they show it with improvement. Yeah. And if you're not improving over a certain period of time, you know. Yeah, you can't just go, okay, well, well I was with you 45 minutes on Monday. No, it's, it doesn't work that way. You've got to spend 45 minutes with yourself as well. Right. So, and it becomes better. And the therapy world is all set up. I mean, it's, it's really neat the way the therapy world is set up because you can go from the hospital to like a rehab center. And then from rehab, you can go to outpatient or you can go from the hospital to home. You can have a home therapist come in like myself who works on with, works with you to get functional to leave the home. I mean, that's really what a home therapist does. They get you functional enough to leave the home so you can then go out to outpatient therapy. From outpatient therapy, then you can go to a gym or to a personal trainer or just a home exercise program that's going to help you maintain and continue to progress. So one helps the other. Gotcha. You know, just like in so many other fields, one thing leads to the next to the next. Like in construction, you start with a blueprint and then you subcontract out different parts and they all work together so that the end result is whatever you're constructing. Gotcha, gotcha. So anyway, anyway, this time of year, because finances, you brought up money, finances is tough this time of year for Thanksgiving, Christmas, because obviously all the stuff that's going on, any any words of advice, stress uh, stretches or or you any any activities we can do to... Oh, I mean, even sleeping the right way. Is there is there any tips or something you can give us? Uh, I think the biggest thing is plan ahead, right? Like, especially in a pandemic, spontaneity is, it's not a bad thing, but it's also probably not the answer for many things. Um, and I, I can't say that opening my own business was not an act of spontaneity, but I had and been no thinking... And no stress of, at all, of course, right? No right, stress. of course, no stress. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even tell you how stressing it was, but... Um, but plan ahead, you know. It's, it's easy to make decisions spontaneously and without thinking, but there's ramifications or consequences, good and bad, uh-huh. um, you know. And so, like, opening my clinic, it was, it was something that was in the back of my head. I knew I could open a business. It just happened to be that this was a good opportunity, and I could wait a year and try and do probably more than I had to do this time, or I could act on it. But because I'm acting on it, you know, I'm planning my financial uh, situation right now through a pandemic. So 
I'm spending money on what only needs to be spent money on. I'm not buying things frivolously. I'm not buying things that are unnecessary. When it comes to the holidays, I got kids. I want to reward them, but I'm not going to spoil them. I'm going to give them things they need, and there will be some things that they want. But, you know, this might be a different year for us than it has in the past because financially we're not set up the same as I was. I, I currently don't bring home a paycheck. I'm hoping that will change in the very near future. But I'm depending on my wife's income right now, and we're going to spend appropriately. So I, that's the biggest thing I can say is is make a plan and then stick to it. And I mean, It'll take a lot you know what they say about making plans? Yeah. Like in five years, you're going to look back and be like, holy cow. You know? Yeah, should have done this instead. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but having some kind of a, a blueprint or a guideline is better than trying to just look at it and be overwhelmed. You know, like nobody goes into building a building, buying the material first and then figuring out how they're going to make right, it fit exactly. together. Right, exactly. Yeah, right? you got to have the foundation <laughs> first and the blueprint, right? And we got to have the blueprint. That's cool. So now uh, you're, you're where? Uh, so my clinic is located on Pecos McLeod, which is this little interconnect street between Pecos and McLeod. It's just north of Flamingo in Las Vegas. Um, so, so you're right down the street from us. Yeah, just straight up the street, uh, and then it just converts into Pecos McLeod. I'm on the left-hand oh, okay, side okay, of the okay. building. So right there, just past Trop? Just north of Flamingo. Oh, north of Flamingo. Yeah, okay, just cool. north of Flamingo. And yeah, okay, so, so it's a little bit further. Yep, That's it's awesome. called Level Up Physical Therapy, L-V-L-U-P. Level Up. Yep, that's it. Oh, yeah, no, it's good. And then you haven't had a grand opening, really, have you? Uh, we we just opened. We didn't have like a grand opening party or anything. We're gonna do a come and meet the doc and kind of open house, probably either later this month or early next month. But we wanted to kind of get up and going and establish. We before. got a DJ if you need one, so you know we'll get you on. Oh yeah, you got a DJ. Okay, yeah, okay. I'll, so I'll we'll remember that. <laughs> no, yeah, we are gonna we are gonna do a day where you kind of come and meet the meet and greet and see the clinic that's and stuff. Cool. But I want to. I mean, I still had some work to do. Aesthetic wise, inside the clinic, even though I was open, it just I needed to get open. I wanted to have a full third or full fourth quarter of being open and operating. So I chose October first to be my opening date, and I worked like crazy to make it happen. And you have social media, yeah? Yes, we're using social media a lot. Okay. So we post level up. Uh, yes, level up, uh, PTLV. Oh, okay, that's okay. So it's I think it's at level up PTLV. Um, but if you Google us, Instagram, Facebook, I'll put it in the description. Facebook. Okay, you don't so, have a TikTok yet, right? Uh, I I have a personal TikTok. <laughs> it's Doctor of PTLV. <laughs> Are you putting some stuff on there? Some tips and tricks? Uh, I haven't no? put anything for the clinic yet, but okay. that's that's coming soon. But we've posted videos and you know just like some things you can do at home for back pain, neck pain. Um, we try to stay pretty uh, connected with like what's going on in the world. So October was a big month for like just certain days. Like there was National First Responders Day, and we did some posts for that. Oh, I saw that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like National Teachers Day, and then it was Breast Cancer Awareness. So Breast Cancer Awareness, we wore pink every Friday in support of that. Uh, November is Prostate Cancer Awareness Month, so we're going to do something for that. I want to support both the men and the women and, and you know, those different needs. Um, and then we'll post stuff for the holidays, but also we'll post helpful information. So, That's you know, part. every day there's aches and pains. Every day there's limitations. And it's not always just about like getting rid of your pain sometimes it's i just want to be able to move my shoulder a little bit better or if i have a click why you know or why does my neck not turn as far to the left or to the right and how we can help people out with that a lot of these things you can do at home and then if if that doesn't work that's where i would come in that's where physical therapy comes in is when there's a limitation that cannot be remedied with exercises at home or interventions at home right so if you have doubt i mean i'll tell you that uh 
Evan, Evan's, Evan's been a close family friend. She would have been five, six, seven years, right? It's been about five years, right? Yeah, yeah, five years. At least five, five years. years. Yeah. So five years. So and um, there's been quite a few things all the way down to when my wrist. I couldn't. My, I remember I couldn't even move my wrist forever. And he came out with these stretches, and I'm like, man, the freaking doctor couldn't even tell me anything. So I'll tell you that if you have any doubts or anything like that, don't be afraid just to make a phone call. And uh, I will say this just, and it's not just because he's my friend, but you know he's not going to go. Okay, you definitely need to be here three times a week for the next five weeks. No, it's. Hey, look, just do this, do this, you know, come in. Most most insurances, right? You take most insurances? Uh, we're still working on a few, but, yeah, we take most insurances. And if we don't accept your insurance, then we're currently, because we're still new, we're, we have very competitive, like, cash rates. Um, so we're trying to see as many people and being exposed to as many people as possible without having to cause financial, like, harm or, you know. Yeah, gotcha, like gotcha. And athletes, man, I'll tell you that he'll probably, he'll probably stress it more than I will, but stay stretched. Stay stressed, especially during this craziness, because when you get back out on that field, pitch, court, whatever, it's it's. I guarantee you, most of your injuries are going to be, you're going to be calling him because you didn't take care of the measures you need to to be able to get, you know, stretched. I mean, Damon, Damon, like what? His hip, every single like, all the time, right? All the time, <laughs> like, dude, like seriously. Four or five call times. Evan again, for real. But it's cool, because, and this is the thing. Like, I don't have to see him on a continual basis because he's active. He maintains. There's no off season for him, right? So, right. Right. So because of that, it's just like something happens, you fall wrong, you come down wrong, you turn wrong, whatever. If I have to get involved, I get involved, but it's then do this, this, and this, and I'll check in with you, see how you're doing, and if he's okay, that's awesome. If, yeah. he, if I need to see him again, it's not a big deal. You know, surgery and things like that are different. That that requires a little bit more of a rigorous thing, but if it's right. just like, you know, sometimes it's just one or two. For example, like this morning, my... My front office came in, and she's like, I'm feeling really dizzy. I don't know what's going on. Like, I went home and vomited yesterday. And so I started asking her these questions. Turns out she had vertigo. So we had a few minutes before we started seeing patients this morning. I did the treatment on the table, and she feels great now, you know? That's crazy. That's crazy (laughs) how it's so simple. Yeah. But we just don't take advantage of it. We just don't. We think our body can just continue on and continue on. But Man, E, dude, I'm glad you finally got on. Me too. (laughs) <laughs> and we're like three blocks from each other, right. both living and freaking offices, dude. Like for real, it's like nuts. But uh, but no, hit them up, uh, Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, little tips and tricks there. Any questions, we'll direct you in the right spot for them. Hey, it's, it's it's take care of your body, especially this time of year. You know, it's it always seems like when it gets colder for me, I get more achier. So. You know, just continue to do the right things and get where you need to go. And, uh, hey, also, if you're a self-employed, one word of advice, anything, anyone that wants to jump out and go do it and they've been scared because of the, the pandemic. Uh, well, if I can quote uh, the Hamilton play, uh, I, I made a decision, honestly, while I was watching it. And so if if you're thinking about throwing away your shot, don't do it. Just just. Let's Don't go. throw away your shot. Go for it. Let's go because you'll regret it, right? That's right. I and mean, it's facts. What's it's the facts. worst that can happen? It doesn't work out. And you do it again. It is what it is. For real. It is what it, it is. is. Nuts. So, That's so don't good. throw away That's your good. shot. So, Shannon, I will not watch musicals to get inspired, though. <laughs> so, so, but, hey, no, nah, thank you, E. I appreciate it, dude. And we're going to have a follow-up one hopefully soon. And I can't wait to go to your little grand opening. That'd be tight. When it comes. So, this is JB. 41. Joey P. Joe talked a lot today, by the I way. Know, yeah. So <laughs> I got my five. I got that. In. Yeah. <laughs>
He's there for support. He just sits there. He's the only one with a silent podcast. <laughs> and a Evan, man, much appreciated. This is Next Level Mindset, baby. Reminding you to chase greatness, find phenomenal, and dominate the day. Till next time.